Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Good day to you all, late tea time putters around the world. It's James and Matt with you, bringing you uh, what is supposed to be a little bit between rounds two and three. Looking ahead to round three, but obviously, as most of you will know already, the uh, second round has been suspended, play suspended at the Augusta National, and they uh, resume again tomorrow. Fingers crossed if the weather actually improves, because there is uh, bad weather around tomorrow as well. It's dropping in temperature, it's getting windier. It's looking a bit horrible, Matt, isn't it? It is, yes. And um, and the notion that it's going to get windier is a little bit scary, given that when it was it was blustery at one point today, but it seemed to have died down a little bit. And then we discovered that a couple of trees had come down and miraculously not not rattled yeah. into, into yeah. patrons. Um, I think that if, if yeah, I mean, I assume it was correct, but if it is correct, um, one of the great miracles of the Masters, I think. Yeah, I think the uh, the, the, the uh, Augusta Nationals actually confirmed that nobody was uh, injured so yeah, I mean, they they came. It seemed to kind of come down in installments. So it gave people a little bit of a chance to run out of the way. Thank thank goodness, because those trees are big, heavy, and would squash um, most oh, yes. uh, mortal human beings. There would have been a, a death there, and we're very fortunate we didn't get that. So uh, um, small mercies. And I saw a few comments, Matt, as well. Somebody saying, "Oh, it's a bit of an overreaction to cancel um, to suspend play. It's not even raining there." But when you've got trees falling down on the spectators. Um, it's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? Well, um, yes. Um, I think one bad injury or even worse fatalities would be catastrophic for the tournament and and just uh, incredible. I mean, um, it's a completely spurious phrase. A bad luck. It just doesn't even touch it. It's uh, it's absolute nonsense. Nobody nobody needs to risk that. I, I just thinking ahead though. This this business that it is going to be thirty mile an hour wind tomorrow. If something's coming down. 
apparently so straightforwardly. I've, I've seen on Radio 5 Live, Alistair Bruce Ball was just discussing how it was it was a tree that had come from, you know, the the, the wood cuttings the, 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 that are beneath the trees. So there's almost like yeah. a suggestion that, you know, that the roots aren't actually that deep or, or that embedded in turf. Um, make sure a bit, but but uh, the flip side of that is, is I mean, if if there was a risk of them coming down, they'd they'd be coming down in the past. So I was thinking, it, I was thinking that Matt because they they've been you don't get trees of that size that have been planted last year. They've been there for some time, haven't they? Yes. Those trees. Yes. So, um, uh, but I mean, I, I think it would make perfect sense if they get some sort of. I don't. I, I, again, it's all a bit spurious to say it, but going. That nobody would be going around pushing trees to check that they don't seem a little bit wobbly, but um, I'm sure they can establish quite quickly whether there was a reason why this worst one came down in what would appear to be quite unusual circumstances. Like you said as well before we, we came live, it seems that one big tree came down and maybe took one or two with it. So when the reports are of three or four trees um, coming down, yeah. it's one tree falling onto others and it's that subtle effect, isn't it? Uh, but still, yeah. I mean, that makes it even worse because there's how anybody um, didn't get underneath those when they're coming down. I mean, from very fortunate, I think. Um, I was saying that you know, there's like disabled enclosures on there in front of greens and stuff. I mean, a tree comes down on somebody in a wheelchair area, they've got no chance of getting out of the way. So uh, thankfully, yeah. nobody was hurt. Um, I, I do uh, think people will be a little bit twitchy, though. Um, a, a colleague of mine, um, a golf uh, golf journalist, he, he's very twitchy just at the business of being scared that balls are going to career into the yeah. into the into the into the crowd and so he, he's sort of forever on the edge of at the edge of even the the sort of walkways of, of, of fans now I messaged him and said blimey if you were there you'd be sort of you'd be off the property sort of fearful of all sorts of disasters befelling you um yeah so it's a bit it's a I think I think there will be a few twitchy people this weekend. It's a hard ball, isn't it? I mean, I, I cover cricket, and I've, I often um, sitting at Scarborough and grounds like that. You see kids just playing, not looking at the game. You're yeah. thinking it only takes one shot to hit you on the back yes. of the head, and it can be serious, a serious injury. It's uh... Uh, yeah. Well, I, and strangely, um, I was at the the Ryder Cup in 2018 when somebody got hit um, out on the seventh hole, I think, and I got asked to go and report on it, and um, I, I'm seriously. I mean, it sounds like some sort of ludicrous joke. But as I was attempting to speak to a marshal about what had happened, I came literally about that far away from being hit full on the head by Aaron's Tiger Woods drive. Um, and that really would have been some sort of like sort of Benny Hill style commentate um, and reporting if I'd yeah. been reporting getting conked on the head and then actually had had it done to myself. Um, it would have, so, have made your report more interesting, wouldn't it? You'd have, it, it, it might have been, have might, might have been a better report as well because it wasn't the world's greatest. <laughs> This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
let's set the weather aside. We're kind of midway through the second round, probably a bit more than midway through the uh, the second round of the uh, the Masters. And currently, as things stand, the leader is uh, Brooks Kepka. He's stayed up there. He's moved himself. In fact, he's completed. He's 12 under. John Rahm is nine holes through nine under. Um, the, the amateur, Bennett... Um, I don't. I don't even know him well enough to actually know his Christian name off the top of my head. I I, I love the fact that because he's got he's got a in brackets after his name. I I keep calling him Alan Bennett and have yeah, it's Sam, this, isn't it? It's, it's Sam. Uh, have, have this visions of this sort of quaint, quaintly, um, 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 a very well tempered um, um, Yorkshireman. <laughs> Suddenly yeah. found himself at the top, I mean, offering, just, offering breakfast in Harrogate with his mother, and uh, suddenly found himself at the top of the Masters. Just to break in though, in, into my um, top end of the leaderboard, there. I mean, what a performance by him! Eight under amateur. Yes, he's a very, very fine young player, but I mean, what a performance by him to be in contention, top end of the leaderboard, midway through the Masters. It's astonishing. It is, and I. Um, I don't think I'm alone. The um, the Sky team were just watching his his chat with Sarah Sturk, and I think I think uh, most people who've been watching the coverage will be aware, but some might not be that um, his father uh, uh, passed away with Alzheimer's and was able yeah. to, to to scribble a note to his son uh, to to not wait uh, to do anything, and he's had this 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 scribbled note tattooed on his forearm. It's in his handwriting, thrilling. isn't it? Yes, and I've seen it. It's on his on his wrist, isn't it? And it's kind of yeah. his dad's handwriting in kind of like fairly bad handwriting. But you can read the message, and ba- effectively every time he takes a goal shot, you can see that message. Yes, and I mean it's it's the kind of thing, and I, mean, I think it would have a profound effect upon his life. But it's also the sort of thing that very frequently in golf you discover that a, 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 a potent message like that can have quite a profound effect for quite a short period, and. In this case, he's he's got a fresh experience, which is he's in a massive event, massive huge event, probably one that he and his dad watched an awful lot of, and it's going to have a great potency this weekend. And when they were, it, it was very apparent that when he was chatting, you got the impression this isn't a guy who's going to go and sort of um, have a sort of celebratory weekend. He's going to he's going to eye the prize. And and he, it's also worth bearing in mind that amateurs at the top of a leaderboard. Um, in a major, they might not have won one very recently, but plenty of plenty of contended. Justin Rose and Chris Wood, a couple of examples, I can pluck off the top of my head in the in the Open. Uh, even somebody like Ashley Chester, uh, actually Paul Dunn, very very recently, the twenty fifteen um, Open was in the final group. So it's it's far from completely unprecedented, and uh, he, he looks like he's got a hell of a game. Yeah, and and you see him speak. He's got a very level head on his shoulders. He's there for a reason. He's not there to just make up the numbers. And uh, yeah. uh, and you'd imagine he's living. It's almost like a free hit, isn't it, for him? Was, um, which makes him a little bit. I mean, would you be interested in him at thirty-five to one, or will he just naturally just kind of descend down the leaderboard? And if he can finish top twenty, it'll be in, incredible. Well, it just uh, it's it. I tell you what, if he does, if he does win, it will be about as remarkable a way of smashing this notion that rookies can't win at the Masters yeah. out, of yeah. the, uh, out of the water. Because, I mean, if, if you're going to, if you would imagine if it was going to be a rookie that did it, it would be a 25 to 30-year-old who's, mm. who's got some game, but some have uh, no reason we can quite work out, has never got the chance to play Augusta. So it, it would be very, very special if he did it. I think it would be wonderful to see, but um, I would I would be a little doubtful. 
Yeah, it'd be, it'd be an incredible achievement. When Justin Rose came second, didn't he, in the Open? I think it was. Um, um, I think it might have been four, four. Right, but he was he was right in there, wasn't he? Right up until the end of it, wasn't he? I can remember that chip he played out the rough that um, was right down the pin. Um, yeah. But he didn't take any prize money from that. I saw a tweet yeah. earlier saying that uh, Sam Bennett could go back to university on Monday with a million pounds, a uh, million dollars in his back pocket. Do amateurs are amateurs able to take the uh, the prizes now? Is that changed? Um, I don't know where that would come from. I mean that that in, that sort of implies that he just suddenly decides to announce himself professional rather than amateur. But oh, yeah, on the 18th, as he walks on yes, the 18th, right? I'm a pro now, yeah. so I want the money. <laughs> yes, I, I think that would invalidate his actual entry, though, wouldn't it? Because he only got an entry yeah. because he won an amateur event, yeah. so, so you could um, win it. He could win yeah. the Masters and actually he could pick up the trophy, but he wouldn't actually yeah. get the cheque, would you? And so what would happen then is the fellow who finishes second would win the first prize and prize money. Yeah. So, um, But it's, I, I tell you what is very interesting. If he did win it, and even if actually he finishes second or third, it would remind me of, um, I had quite a good, I used to be the ghostwriter for Chris Wood um, on Sky Sports website. And he's have some great chats with him. And, um, and he explained that when, after he'd, been in the top five at the Open. He said the prospect of going back to playing amateur golf and having nobody watch him kind of almost like frightened him because he just thought yeah. it's been such a thrill to do this. I don't actually think I'm capable of motivating myself when I'm stood in front of nobody. Um, and so that that was ultimately the decision that that uh, that, well, that that was the motivation for the decision for him to turn professional immediately. Incredible story. Um, yes. Sam Bennett, good luck for uh, Saturday, Sunday, and even Monday. Because if we do seep into the uh, the weekdays, you have to take a day off for university. Um, but uh, he is currently uh, um, on uh, minus eight, six under. Colin Morikawa, my mate, uh, Victor Hovland, my mate, alongside him at uh, six under. But Victor's still got eight holes to complete. Um, Jason Day, five under, um, got himself to nine under at one stage, but then um, had a really torrid run in. Um, and then you've got Burns, Spieth, Young, Woodland, Spieth there, Jordan Spieth, then they're at five under. A few of our um, horses are still running um, towards the, uh, well, in, into the second half of this race. And they've done quite well, Matt, haven't they, some of our picks, because they've got their rounds completed before all of this stuff has kicked in, the the wind and the rain and the, the misery, which is going to make it a longer course and going to make it a tougher course, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, I was very glad to see that Jordan Spieth managed to get in on five under, um, might have been a little bit nicer if you'd got one or two more shots out out of the course. Um, Shane Lowry's um, still out there. He's on four under. Um, will he enjoy the bad, the bad weather? I don't know. I'll tell you what's happened with Shane Lowry. He has missed four putts from sort of five to nine feet range. So he could be yeah. in a lot better shape. Uh, looked very, very frustrated when he missed a very short one on the 12th which was, I suspect was the culmination of so many irritating um, I, short misses. I saw that one and it was it was not a long putt, was it? And he only tickled no. it because it was quite a quick one coming back down the hill, wasn't yeah. it? And uh, just misread the line. Um, in terms of the prices then, as we head towards, where are we? I don't know where we are. Um, Brooks Kepka, <laughs> six to four to win this tournament. John Rahm, two to one. 16 to one for Colin Morikawa. Come on, Colin Morikawa. And Victor Hovland's 18 to one. Cameron Young, 20s. 22 for Jordan. Spieth, 25 to one. I'm sorry, 33 to one for Jason Day. Sam Bennett, 35 to one. 40 to one for Sam Burns. And the rest are obviously bigger. 
We've prattled on too long without actually mentioning the markets and the betting. Um, we should really have a look at what your picks are then at this stage of the tournament. I'll just call it at this stage of the tournament. Yeah, that's um, a good way of putting it, I think. Um, it's interesting trying to work out what kind of state Brooks Kepka's in. I'm just looking right now at what's happened when he's been leading at 36 holes. And um, he's he won the US Open in 2017, finished second at the 2019 Masters, he won the PGA Championship in 2019. Um, he's got a fair, he's got a pretty solid record um, in this these kind of circumstances. And I don't know. I just he, he strikes me as a fella who there, there are a couple of things. Um, Steve Elkington, the ex-pro who now does a bit of stuff in media, had a chat with Brooks uh, Kepka's father last week, and gleaned the information that Brooks is quite fired up for this week. Greg Norman Jr. also um, uh, tweeted that Brooks Kepka was very fired up for this week. Brooks Kepka himself refuted such notions when he was talking to the press and what he'd only to talk about this week. Um, but I think I like the fact he played very well last week. He's played very well through 36 holes. And I suspect he is very fired up um, and quite likes being fired up. He's a bit like P Patrick Reed in that regard. I think he's pretty, pretty dangerous uh, and... It's a bit of a, I mean, part of me thinks it's a bit of a worry because I want to see a competitive Masters. Because in actual fact, if you think about it, four of the last five Masters, the 54-hole leader was leading by three or four shots. So that that notion of the roars on, on the back nine on Sunday haven't really existed in four of the last five. Uh, Tiger Woods kind of um, was the exception to that rule. And I don't particularly want to see a similar a similar experience this time. So um, I'm I'm more hopeful than expectant that Kepka won't kind of uh, maintain the sort of chugging excellent run he's on at the moment. Two two things to maybe um, play devil's advocate against Brooks Kepka's yeah. Brooks Kepka's chances. The fact that he's playing the Live Tour, which is a kind of bit more removed from the PGA Tour, and the usual cut and thrust of that. That I mean, obviously big crowds and attention, but maybe not quite. Um, where where the the proper golf is, um, yeah. and the um, the fact that if it does blow up a, a storm, that could derail him, couldn't it? So you only if, if you're leading by four, three, whatever, and you have one really bad hole because your ball gets blown into the trees, then that can actually yeah. just send you on a, a descending spiral down the down the leaderboard. So that could just unsettle things. Uh, yes, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of like a bit of a hope, um, and I think actually just the fact that he's played so little because he's in at Live means that he's actually, although he's a winner last week, which is yeah. is kind of good news. He's, he's kind of he's not got a lot of golf under his belt since New Year, uh, and I th you know it, uh, Adam Scott was the sort of what's what's the phrase in um, in I'm trying to think. I remember what the phrase is in horse racing, sort of. Uh, not untested, but there's a, there's a phrase about how they haven't had many runs in recent times. Um, and I think that could, I agree with you, I think it could kind of find him out a little bit potentially. Also, if the weather is bad and it's it's suggested to get very cold, his dodgy knees, I, I possess dodgy knees yeah. and a dodgy back and a bit of damp and a bit of cold. And I'm aware that I've got dodgy knees far more so than when it's a bit warm. So, um, so I possess both of those as well. And we live in the wrong country, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, 
Yes, and 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 yes, and he 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 has a lot of experience of Britain, and he might be finding that Saturday at Augusta is slightly reminiscent of uh, Britain. The only, but the flip side of that is, is that actually it might be the players that have got to play all the golf are going to get the worst of that tomorrow, and actually mm-hmm. by the time he gets back on the course, actually things are not too bad. So it might actually be that people in his draw have had an absolutely fantastic um, advantage this week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All of this said, um, I'm still, I still think John Rahm has been so spectacular since that first hole. Also, how neat would it be that Scotty Scheffler won last year with a four-putt double bogey on the last? He almost handed the baton over to John Rahm, who had a four-putt double bogey on the first. If he wins it, that would be the most absurd mirror image um, coincidence ever, I think. Can, can you get excited about John Rahm at two to one and uh, Brooks Kepper at six to four? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can, to be honest. Um, I mean, you've got Colin Murakara in there at 16s, Victor's at 18s, Cameron Young at 20s, Jordan Spieth at 22s, who are already on. Um, I'm on I'm on Colin as well, obviously, and Jason yeah. Day 33. So, I mean, obviously, you've still got some um, places available with the various bookies, sort of three, four, or five depending on um, seven, actually, with one of them, depending on where you go. But um, if you're looking for somebody in the back in the pack that – I mean, I, I've heard a few people, um, Matt, today mention um, Justin Thomas as being, if it does blow up a, a gale, he's got a bit of a proven record. You mentioned Shane Lowry. His, his Irish connections mean that he's played a lot of uh, um, links courses and what have you. There's a few out there that might quite relish that chance. Yeah, I mean, I would still, I would still. You see, Shane Lowry's now fifty fives, and it's. I, I still keep going back to him. It's, he might have missed a few bit. It might be better that having missed those few putts. It, clearly, his tee to green game is in great shape. He's just not quite converting those putts. It might actually be better that he gets off the course and actually gets a, the opportunity to have a little look at his putting game and can come yeah. back. And the great news, you see, the thing with Shane Lowry is he's got, um, he's got. Um, par fives to come so he's got he's got 15 to come he's just he laced a beautiful shot down 14 just before the 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 tournament got um uh, uh stopped uh also 16's not it's not out of the question that you can get something there yeah I, I i still think i said it i said liked him at the beginning liked him i didn't think he was the bookies were reflecting the fact that he was in tied six last night um if there was to be somebody, and especially when you can get the place, the place money, if you're not on him, I think he's probably the best price at the moment. Well, Justin Thomas, they're about the, uh, roughly the same place in the bookies' uh, thoughts. Uh, Shane yeah. Harry's 55s, and Justin Thomas's um, best price is 75s. Uh, yeah, and he's a couple. The, uh, he's a couple further back, so he's. Yeah. Um, he's. Uh, I would. I would. F- just on the sort of anecdotal evidence of having seen the way they've played. Uh, Although Shane did look a little bit irritated with his putting, I think I would prefer to be on Shane Larry because J- Justin Thomas hasn't looked completely at home um, this week, yeah. I haven't thought. 
Um, I mean, if you take if you take them, you could take them both, even, couldn't you? But uh, take them with the each way, um, with the, with the best each way places you could find. Um, if it does blow up and Brooks Kepper can manage to cling on, you're playing for second, third, fourth, and anybody yeah. could maybe just creep into that equation, couldn't they? So, well, uh, and, and, and I, t- I tell you what, our old friend Chris Kirk, um, at places he's two hundred to one. Now he has got thirteen and fifteen to play yet, um, yeah. and he's three under. Um, so he's, I, I still think he's, uh, he's another one who nobody really knows, but he made it an absolute horlicks early on in it. Well, sorry, you, you, you noticed it. Um, and, and we discussed it early today, but he, he, uh, TV's not noticed that he made a bad start and then has absolutely yeah. been on fire ever since. So, um, yeah, I, I, I sort of tend towards the people. It sounds utterly ludicrous to still be hanging on to the people that, um, I was, I was keen on at the start. Um, it's a good sign, Matt. It's not that's yeah. not ludicrous. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um, so like that, yes, fingers crossed. It's uh, and let's let's hope there is a little. I'm I'm a little bit of me thinks that those fellows who are, who are in the hutch already, they'll be very happy about that. But you never know. Things could things could change. Um, uh, and it would be. I tell you what would be a weird one if given given what's happened. If Woodland w- wins, that would be this. That would be. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of a reason why he would win, but it would be it would be neatly uh, appropriate. We can, we can joke about it now. Nobody's been hurt, can't we? Yes, uh, we can, the, yeah. I saw a few um, tweets with uh, Greg Norman with a with a um, tree cutter and those kind of yes. things going on earlier on, and uh, there was also a picture of a disappointed Brooks Kepka. Cook. Brooks Kepka with uh, why didn't it fall on Bryson DeChambeau or something like that? So uh, uh, a few, yes. a few uh, wags out there having a bit of a joke. Yeah, well, to be honest, it's it's surprising it wasn't an errant Bryson DeChambeau shot that actually brought the tree down. Because yeah. when you, uh, I, I, I'm slightly disappointed that one of the big things that's happened with Liv is that I rather enjoyed Bryson DeChambeau's sort of um, chaotic uh, sort of contribution to the golf world. I mean, if you think back to that time when he said that Augusta was a par 67 for him, mm. he's 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 literally. Uh, equal and then shot seventy six or something. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah he's, and he's yeah. he's literally equaled that par once, and I think something like sixteen times he's never even broken the real par, yeah. and he hasn't done very well this week. Um, so um, yeah, um, as, as mad as he as he was and is, um, I, I, I kind of miss his uh, madcap contribution to the golf world. It's, it's an amazing tournament. I love the Masters, and it's also a, quite an amazing leadable with uh, Rory. Looking like he well, he's going to miss the cut, isn't he? But Fred no. Couples still clinging on to the uh, to former glories. I think he's one under at the age of sixty three. There's no rhyme or reason sometimes to golf. If you've got the talent and you've got that mentality and you can find your way around a course, then um, anything can happen, can't it? I've never been in that position on any course I've ever played, but that's a t- totally different story. Um, so we're looking at the windy players. We look at the Shane Lowry, potentially Justin Thomas, but Chris Kirk's in there as well. We're already on him. I've got three um, names on my own personal betting uh, account and uh, Colin Morikawa. Um, I put Chris Kirk on because of you. And yeah. I have also put Jordan Spieth on because of both you, Dave, and I quite like him as well. And all yeah. of those are right, right up there. So I'm quite happy at the moment. I don't usually get to a, um, a kind of nearly halfway stage in a major tournament and still have all of my um, you know, potential uh, tips uh, active. So I'm, I'm quite happy. Um, anyway, we will be back tomorrow. 
Um, should there be any play tomorrow? If there isn't, we'll probably just leave it because there's no point yeah. in updating you on stuff that hasn't happened. And there's a, there's a good chance there might not be anything because it looks pretty horrendous in Augusta. But should there be any play at all, myself and Matt will be back with you at Late Tea Time Podders with an update and where we see um, the green jacket going. But Brooks Kepka is uh, probably... Um, reminding them of his size um, as they uh, tailor his jacket uh, for him because he's in a real good shape and he's playing rather good golf. Uh, Matt, I will see you again tomorrow. Thank you very much for joining me. No problem. Um, see you tomorrow. Gamble responsibly out there, everybody. This has been a sports broadcast media production and hopefully we'll get golf tomorrow and we'll see you tomorrow. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.